What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 4, Episode 14. And it's called Chapter 71, How to Get Away with Murder. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines of the episode. So be sure to stick around for that. And we also have a contest going on right now for a chance to win $50 Amazon gift card and a pop socket. To enter, just rate and comment on our iTunes page and you'll be entered in the draw. We are extending this contest to the end of Riverdale Season 4. As always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into the episode, y'all. Okay. 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 What? Uh, okay. Uh, I have I have more questions. Uh, I definitely have way more questions than like, I thought I was going what? to. Um, <sighs> but I am yeah. excited to discuss them all with you because Yeah. Like I am pretty confused at this point. I'm like hella extremely every all of the above confused. I literally have one theory left, like just one. Um, but we'll talk about it at the very end. Um, so yeah. the opening sequence just is off the top though, just quickly. Do, do you think he's dead? No, for real, for no, real. man. I like okay. now I'm at the point okay. in time. Like I know in the beginning of the season, I was like, no, he's dead. They showed him he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. Yeah. That was the gag. Now that I'm watching it all played out and everything's out in the open. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no, this, yeah. none of this makes any sense. Yeah. They would never do this to the, like, we got so many comments. Thank you guys so much for watching our YouTube channel. Um, we got so many comments from you guys saying how this just would not be the way that they would do. Like, they wouldn't do this Jughead's character at all. For sure. Period. Statement. For sure. Why? What do you think? And, like, and no, no, I 100% agree with you. And someone made a really good point because they're like, dude, like, Betty and Jughead broke up for, like, a hot second in season two. And she was, like, a train wreck. She was, like, yeah. crying. And, like, freaking out. And, like... This whole episode, she was pretty composed. Like, other than the none fact of that these motherfuckers were losing happened. their fucking shit. Like, none of yeah, them. Yeah, they were all so chill, so like cool with it. Yeah. So it's a good point. Like, their reaction to it is not what I would expect if your best friend just died or your boyfriend just died. So exactly, there's go that too. Into it like that. Yeah. For sure. So okay, start this. Us off. So that being said, this opening sequence, I kind of can only take it with like face value. So for what it is, I'll try not to say it with like any emotion because really like it is what it is. So the whole sequence starts off with the, what we saw from the season three finale. They're throwing all their shit into a fire and Jughead's beanies in the fire and like it's all that. And then they're driving in the car and Jughead's voiceover even says he's like, they didn't say one word to each other, even though they should have. I'm like, yeah, because you guys are fucking idiots and all three of you go home and none of you have your fucking story straight. Like, so I know. And so this is the thing. And this is all I can really chalk it up to is like they're sort of um, this. The scenes that we are seeing where they're shell shocked yeah. right? and they're not talking to each other and like they don't know how to react. They don't know how to lie to their parents. I'm chalking that all up to the fact that they sort of had to roll with this plan of his murder and yes they have a plan maybe or like they're in on it but they're still rolling with like the punches and so i feel like that's startling them or that's kind of shocking them and it's like creating this traumatic experience for them which is then it causing them to like act like this like they don't say a word to each other right they fucking like their lives are all like misjointed like that's what i'm sort of chalking it up to and and rolling with that you know yeah I I can't even I can't even take that as face value anymore. But yeah. like sure. So anyway, that's, all, that's the only thing I can hold on to, I guess. Yeah. So they're all showing up to their homes. Like Veronica shows up, and both of her parents are like, "Why don't you have any clothes on?" And she's like, "I got into a strip poker game." And then it shows like the Andrews residence, and Mary's like, "What the fuck? Where are your clothes?" And then Archie's like, "Well, I went skinny dipping, and like all of the Stony kids like stole our clothes." And then Betty gets home, and she like Alice is like, "Where the fuck are all your clothes?" And Betty kind of like glitches. She doesn't even give like a proper answer. She's just like, yeah, someone spilled wine on my dress and I took it off. And like, what a, like so many different like she's like probably the Alice worst liar like, out of all of them. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> totally. And like 
it's like the one effing night where these parents decide to be actual parents and like actually wait up for their children. Whereas like all, all the other nights in their lives, these parents are like, don't give a fuck about you. Come home whenever you want. Honestly. And now, and now they're like, where were you? What were you doing? Who were you with? Why are you naked? Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck guys? Like chill. Exactly. So anyway, uh, it does. The one thing I will say that still to the end of all of this um, which will feed back into my final theory um, is Jughead is narrating even this part where he says, that's the thing about murder. You have to have the stomach for it because it shows Betty going to her room and like yakking all over the place because she's like fucking guilty or whatever yeah. of what had just happened. So it cuts to Pop's Diner and Betty basically just breaks down the tea. It's the clip that was like being re- like released uh, like today when the episode got aired. And it's um, Betty basically saying that like this is what we have to do. We all have to like stay calm, act as if everything's normal. Um, they still don't really know what happened because none of them obviously talked about what happened that night. So what's a good idea? Talk in public with everybody else in the fucking yeah. area. So like that's the thing. Everything that happens that's my is, thing. doesn't I make think sense. this is orchestrated. I think this is like a fake thing where like they wanted to show themselves at a public place, at Pop's Diner. Like how Betty even says she's like just act normal. Like just act like like call Kevin over and socialize with Kevin. Yeah, even though, like that's not really normal because they don't ever talk to him. But um. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's like that's even more bait. Like if anything, it's like too extra. Like- <laughs> But Kevin comes over. He's like, hey, guys. And then Archie's like, nah. And then Betty's like, no, that's weird. (laughs) That's weird. Like, don't like don't like tell him to go away. And I'm like, no, it is weird. It's weird if you tell him to stay. (laughs) I'll say this right now. I really hope that at the end of all of this, at the end of this whole thing, when they solve the murder and then they go. I really hope they have this sequence where they sort of go back in time and they're like, we did this step one. We did this step two. And we were at pop Steiner hiding your timeline. Like, I hope they go back and obviously it's not going to be every scene, but I hope they do like a general sort of like edit. And they show that in these certain moments, this was planned and this was like, they had it all under control. Yeah. I, right. I I, like, that's the thing. Cause I feel like, I feel like in How to Get Away with Murder, like, they did that. Like, at the end, yes. when everything was, like, kind of solved, they'd be like, this was when I did this, and this is what happened here. And I'm like, oh, true. So I feel like I'd, I'd want that. Yeah, yeah. No, um, like, I would definitely. I want that a little I bit I would definitely, like, think that makes sense if that's exactly what happened. But I still don't believe that's what the yeah. situation is at yeah. all. Yeah. But also, like, everything is so intricate at this point that, what, they're going to have a full episode of how they covered up this fake murder. Like, I... I don't know if I can go along with that. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. But anyway, moving on to the Andrews residence. They they even had time to talk about the fucking musical that's happening later this season. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> yeah. guys, what's going on? What are your priorities? So <laughs> uh, back to the Andrews residence. This is probably my favorite part of the entire episode, to be honest. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Mary's army friend. I don't even know like what her name is, like Bonnie or Becky or something like that. And uh, so she's over again. And basically this girl comes up to her, uh, comes up to Archie and says like, oh, well, there's a spot in the Naval Academy if you want to, you know, like join next year. And he's like, sure, fine, cool, bye. And um, Mary's like, oh, do you want to join us for breakfast? And he's like, no, 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 I got to go. And even in this moment in time, guys, like, I swear to God, yeah. we have been literally yeah. be sa- been saying this since day, literally, like, one of this season. Like, is Mary a lesbian? She has all these, like, girl, female friends just running around, lawyers and whatever. This bitch is a motherfucking lesbian. <laughs> but we'll but talk- she doesn't see it in this moment. <laughs> she- but you can tell she wanted to say it. She's like, you want to join us for breakfast? Because, like, I have something to say. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was going to drop it there. But also, like, did Archie, I mean, obviously Archie's in shock or whatever, but, like, don't don't you think that he would have been like, yo, no, <laughs> like, why like is this bitch around so, me at, like, 9 o'clock in the morning? Guys are so, like, don't even care. They're like, oh, whatever, my mom's friend. True. Like, cool. Especially Archie. Like, especially yeah, that's, Archie. That's totally fair. Yeah, she wouldn't know They shit. just, like, sleep together in the same bed. They're just friends. 
<laughs> yeah. So then it cuts to the lodge residence and everybody's kind of hanging out the table. <laughs> this is also kind of random. And Hiram's like, so I'm going to update my will. And everybody has like a copy of it in front of them. And Veronica just like loses her mind on him. She's like, you know what? Fuck this. You still haven't told me like the truth of what's happening here. So she rips up the will and she's just like pissed. And it's basically what we said last episode. Like this is all leading up to the moment that we get later on in the episode where they finally have their like heart to heart conversation with each other. Um, But yeah, she just she's pissed in this moment. Then it cuts to the Cooper residence and uh, she calls FP. She's in her room. She calls FP, but she's reading a script that she's written out. So she's like, I don't know what happened to Jughead, but I have not heard from him. And she's just reading it out. And then he's like, OK, cool. Well, like, I'm going to go like look for him or whatever. And then as soon as she hangs up, Charles is kind of like in the corner of her room. So like you find out that obviously Charles is now is helping, helping her. her. And yeah. he also like gives her a little bug to uh, put in like for the next step. Like to record. Yeah. So at this point, can I ask you, do you trust Charles like fully? I mean, no. That uh, last time we talked to Charles, he was out here like fucking a serial killer. So yeah. I don't know like what where he's at. I don't trust him, but I'm also questioning all about why he's even in this storyline to begin with. But I still, I feel like my theory still holds up, which I will mention at the end of the podcast. Um, okay. So stay tuned for that. But anyway, um, he gives her the bug. And then the next scene is uh, Betty going to Stonewall, specifically to Jughead's room to quote unquote, like look for him or look for clues. But she bumps into Donna and Brett, who are obviously in the room as well. And she's pretending to look for Jugs. And Donna and Brett are like, obviously, like, he was with you, so you should know. And they're kind of playing this cat and mouse, like, chicken game. Like, who's going to, like, tell the truth or whatever. And as they're talking, she bugs. She puts the bug, um, like, the recording device underneath the table. But, like, you're telling me that this motherfucking bug thing didn't have to have, like, a flashing red Yeah, honestly, I'm like, fucking Charles, like, what century are you working in FBI, man? Like, that shit was, like, 1940s. Like, what kind of equipment are you using, you fake-ass FBI agent? It's, like, this, like, like, 10-inch, like, blinking red fucking light. I'm like, they're obviously like, going to find guys. that. Like, come on. Yeah, it's just, like, I knew it was going to happen before it even happened. But it's fine. So she bugs the room. And she, like I said, she's trying to, like, play this conversation with Donna out. And Donna keeps saying, like, yeah, but you left with him. And then she's like, nope, I left with you. And then Donna's like, well, maybe you don't remember stuff. Maybe you blacked out. And, um, yeah, Donna's just, like, like, egging her on, trying to get her to crack. And Betty just dips. So she leaves. And as she's leaving, she bumps into Joan and Joan's like, watch it, girl. And Betty's like, you watch your and back, Betty's like, bitch. you watch it, bitch. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. That got, like, <laughs> aggressive. So <laughs> then that's, like, obviously, like, a moment that we have to, like, pay attention to, which comes back around later. Um, then it cuts to Veronica and Archie at the Bonnui, and they're drinking. And they're motherfucking depressed. These bitches are they're depressed. Like so yeah, they're yeah. cheesed. But... I feel like they're more like cheese about the fact that like they have their own shit going on right now. <laughs> no, I feel like I feel like they're cheese because they're involved. Yeah. Like, I feel like yeah. I feel like Veronica's just upset because she's like, I have a rumbez now. Yeah. I don't have time for that. She's like, I don't have time then, for murder in my life right now. Okay. Yeah. And then Archie's like, I gotta go like fight. Okay. Like, so like, I feel like that's what? why they're cheese. Like they're not cheese that like their best friend is like dead. Yeah. And someone killed him. <sighs> God, I can't, I don't know what to do with this show anymore. So, <laughs> like, what are we talking, guys? What are we talking about? Okay. Having said that, I would take this over the the fucking Gargoyle King storyline any day. Okay. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what kind of spin they're gonna what? fucking. I don't know what kind of fucking crazy ass spin they have at the end of this yeah, season. I know that it's, it's gonna too early to judge. Yeah, to make me fucking infuriated. So we'll see. But yeah, everyone's like. Archie's like I'm so like you know I can't stop thinking about and the Veronica's like I know like Betty like she's just like I feel so bad for her or whatever and I'm like 
is no one going to talk about the fact that like Jughead is dead and gone? Like, is that nothing? Like, it's not going to come out for the next 15 minutes of this episode. The fact that Jughead is, they literally helped bury his fucking dead body. But don't forget, oh, right. Because at this point, they already buried his body. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, they, li- they, they literally got rid of a body. They didn't just leave it in the woods. They got rid of it. Yeah. So it's yeah. just, to me, it's all... Bad writing. But anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Um, but Veronica basically doesn't feel extremely uh, safe about... She doesn't really trust Betty because Betty's not really giving a lot of information. And she's like, you know, like in season one, episode seven... Yo, this was so tight, man. She, I, Okay, guys, like I was watching the show and I was like washing dishes at the same time. Yeah. When she looks at to Archie and she's like, you know, Archie... Back in season one, I'm like, this bitch dropped everything in the sink. I'm like, this bitch is really going to bring up season one, episode three right now with Chuck Clayton. (laughs) With Chuck Clayton. Girl, you had just met Betty at that time. You didn't even know her. And she's like, what happened was... Like she blacked out she and she were like basically killed him. Yeah, like whatever. she's saying, like she almost killed Chuck in the hot tub because yeah. she like sketched out. I'm like, first of all, this is exaggerated. Sorry, okay, Veronica, you <laughs> to calm the fuck down. <laughs> like, like I was actually really wasn't that, that Veronica this episode because she wasn't like she was against Betty. She wasn't for a second being like, no, no, Betty would never kill her boyfriend. She was like, but she might, though. But maybe though, yeah. And I was like, girl, you are not a friend right now. Yeah. It just I was kind of annoyed about all of that, but for sure. Anyway, um, plays itself out. Betty goes to visit Evelyn in jail. And Betty just right out asks her, like, oh, did you did my friend Donna come to visit? And they're just having like a frank conversation with each other. Everybody's just out here talking like a normal normal people. And um Evelyn even says she's like, oh, did you like get a magic? Like, did I give her a magic word? Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. I don't know for sure. Like, why would you even go to Evelyn? Yeah. Like, she's not going to tell you anything that you need. She's not going to tell you the truth either. Like, bitch. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, none of this is going to be valuable information. So Evelyn's even just like egging her on in this moment. And she's like, like, why? What's wrong? What's wrong with you? And Betty admits to the fact that she blacked out, which I was like, why are you telling her this information? And then... Um, Betty says, like, if you had anything to do with this, like, you're going to go to hell, like, whatever, go to hell. And Evelyn's like, I'm already here and you're going to join me because you killed your boyfriend. Okay. So I, guys, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. That was so stupid. Um, so then it cuts to Betty and Charles and they're talking and Charles is monitoring, uh, the phone calls, but nothing, nothing's really coming of it. Like, Brett's talking about like scratching his ass or something like whatever. Like he's not really like doing anything important. Um, so then it cuts to the Andrews residence, and this is the moment. Okay, of okay, moments. let's break this down. Yeah. So like, Mary Andrews likes to get down, like down on that vagina. <laughs> okay, so first, okay, I was not surprised, like. The way she was, like, tiptoeing around this conversation, yeah. I'm like, what is she trying to tell her son? Like, just fucking say it. Yeah. Because <laughs> we also haven't seen Mary in a couple of weeks, so I'm like, okay, this bitch is back in town. Right. Like, w- like, what is she gonna... What? Why is she important this week? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> why is she <laughs> like, relevant you're today? Just, you're just back. <laughs> so, I think she starts by saying, like, hey, Archie, you know my friend didn't mean to like throw that on you and he's like no no he's like i'm cool like i'll do the navy thing he's like maybe yeah. possibly i don't know yeah she's like okay she's like but like also like you know she's like not just my friend she's like my girlfriend girlfriend <laughs> and archie's like eh? archie's like, like what does that mean i don't he's need like, friend, right? to hear about your lesbianic <laughs> conversations right now my so, i just fucking buried my point, best friend's body so at this point, Mary has no idea what's happening to Jughead, right? Right, exactly. Okay, because that's why I'm like, I'm like, why would this bitch like tell her son this when like she knows something? She knows like, nothing. Happening, yeah, but like she doesn't know anything. Yeah, yeah. That's She's true. just like personally so, glitching out because like she just came out to her son. Like this <laughs> serious shit, man. <laughs> it's just he's like, I'm so surprised, mom. I'm like, really, <laughs> really. <laughs> Are you no? Um, Are you? Like, she like, left your dad, uh, moved to Chicago. 
didn't give a fuck about you. <laughs> oh my god! Never she had another a whole boyfriend. New life kind of thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like she started a whole new life in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> and I and love. She keeps bringing this girl around. I do love the way that like she explains it too. She's like, one thing led to another. <laughs> like she <Yes>. doesn't. <laughs> well, she's like, she's like, Brooke was married to a man before. Oh my god. And her husband died and then we just like met up i was like why does always husband have to die for you guys yeah, to like come on can't you guys have a regular lesbian romance yeah. <laughs> what the fuck oh my god but this so is funny. all we are so far into this conversation yeah. archie doesn't give a fuck yeah. about Arch- any of Archie's this just he's like, just like oh where's my waffles yeah. i'm hungry like that's all he cares about he's like waffles and dead best friend like uh, there's two things yeah. and now my mom's a lesbian yeah. like like truly like her like his mom coming out to him is probably like the easiest thing that's happened to him in one week like so on twitter someone was like mary andrews the gay icon okay. i'm like uh all right like she just came out she guys just... she's been around for four seasons and she just came out like I don't know if you'd call her an icon just yet. <laughs> Cheryl Blossom, one like, that's a gay icon. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Mary Andrews. And it's like I don't know. Mary Andrews is like a 45-year-old freaking single mother with a lawyer. <laughs> like, how is she an icon to like 16-year-old viewers of Riverdale? Oh my god. Yeah, like who's out here like mad yeah, like, respect, right. man? Like, Cheryl. Shout out yeah. to fucking Mary Andrews for coming out this episode. Like <laughs> no one is saying that. Like no one like, is saying Like Tony that. and Cheryl already came up from time, bro. <laughs> like don't get me wrong, I'm fucking happy for her, but uh, like No, it was girl. it was amazing. The only thing is and I could I wish I could ask the writers is like why now? Like why why did this come out in this episode, do you know what I mean? Maybe just because, like, to overwhelm Archie with, like, all these different things, maybe? I don't or, know. Or, like, maybe they just didn't have like, time to put it anywhere else. Like, yeah, she'll I guess, be at the graduation with Brooke next episode. <laughs> like, who knows? True, true. <laughs> I guess they could have done this when they originally, like, introduced the Navy girlfriend. Right. But, like, they didn't do it at that time. And, like, I don't know. I was just wondering, like, why now, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways (laughs) that's what's happening Uh, (laughs) back to the episode yeah so in this moment like literally right as soon as this bomb drops um betty rolls into the back like the back door and she's like hey guys how's everybody doing (laughs) and archie's like everything's fine it's fine (laughs) so he goes upstairs and talks to betty and she basically asked Archie to get into a fight with Brett. She's like, you need to start a fight with Brett so people don't think it's suspicious. Um, it's more natural that you're going, like, you as the best friend are going in yeah. and attacking and like, Brett. And, like, if you instigate him, he might say something on right. the recording device. So Archie's like, okay, I guess I'm down. So cuts to Stonewall and he attacks Brett. But essentially, Brett's like, you know that it was Betty. Like, that's not the truth. Like, whatever, whatever. Um, And that's kind of how it all ends. Donna kicks Archie out of Stonewall. And then that's, like, the way that scene ends. Um, Then it cuts back to Betty and Charles listening. And turns out that these motherfuckers... They saw the blinking red uh, recording device. (laughs) Like any normal um, person would. Try again, Charles. (laughs) try again like truly it's, though like, perfectly like in their eyesight like go yeah. hide it behind the bed like go hide it like somewhere like, like under something like any literally anything it's like the desk which is like you can see right when you walk into the yeah room, like a giant su- blinking red light <laughs> yeah so they like talk through it and they're like oh betty we thought you were smarter than that i'm like so did i very disappointed in you Seriously. Betty. <laughs> i fuck? almost thought it was gonna be a setup like she did it on purpose right. But then by the end of the episode, we don't really see anything about that. So I'm like, okay, I don't think she did it on purpose. Yeah. Like, she fucked up. Yeah. Um, so then it cuts back to the Mar- uh, the Andrews residence. And Ma- <laughs> oh Mary God. is out here again. And she's, she's like. She's killing me. <laughs> she's, like, she's been MIA hey. like his entire fucking life. And in like 40 minutes of this episode, oh. she's like, are you okay? Are you ignoring me? Are you mad? Are yeah. you mad at me? She's like, are, are you, you mad that I'm a lesbian? Are you okay? Like, do we need to talk about the fact that I'm a lesbian? Do you want to talk about Brooke? Do you want to talk about me? Do you He's like, talk- go away, mom. <laughs> It's like you've been gone all this time. I can't even. Now you're coming into my life. Uh, and she's like, she's like, I know I'm not your father, but like I'm fucking yeah. a girl, so it's like kind of the same thing. 
she's gotta bring the fuck she's gotta bring Fred into this like why you gotta bring she's like I'm not your father I know I'm not as cool oh as him but I'm a lesbian and he's like oh my god mom shut up <laughs> like he was gonna freak I'm like this kid's oh, gonna sketch god. out I'm like crying right now <laughs> and then there's a there's the scene out in the end that I wanna talk about after but that one killed me too yeah so <laughs> when she's on his bed oh yeah yeah true so anyway in that moment um he gets a phone call, but it's from Betty. So I guess, I guess this is the thing where they're trying to do, like they're trying to like amp up his, um, his uh, like conscience like he's or whatever. Like yeah, he, he doesn't really know what to do anymore, and he's kind of like getting close to the edge. And I think this is why, like, her saying, like, "Are you mad, I'm a lesbian?" Yeah. He's like, uh, uh, uh. And then he's like, "Mom, I gotta tell you something." And you think that he's gonna say like the thing about Jughead? He's like, I'm gay. <laughs> like, and this fucking bitch Betty on the on the freaking side of the window. Yeah. She's like, don't you dare to say it, tell it anything. Yeah. She's like, I can hear your conversation. <laughs> <laughs> don't you try that shit on me, bitch. You better not rat us out, you dumb dumb. So so he says like, yeah, I can't I can't talk right now. Like I gotta go to Veronica's. So he dips. And then it She's shows. Like, act like nothing's wrong. Act like I'm Veronica. Yeah. Act like you love me. <laughs> Say you love me. I love you too, Archie. Hashtag Barchi. <laughs> Barchi rising. Uh, <laughs> so then it cuts to the Cooper residence. And this is another moment that I was just like, oh, really, this is guys? So oh, God. This is so stupid. So FP and Alice are sitting down in the living room and they call Betty over. And basically they're like, so we tried to track Jughead's phone. And it turns out the phone was in your motherfucking jacket. So what the fuck is happening here? So so I'll just stop right here because the way FP gets mad at Betty in this moment, I'm like, bro, chill the fuck out. Like, why would Betty kill Jughead? Or why would Betty, like, have something to do with this? The way he, like, attacks her, he's like, why is his phone in your jacket? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, calm the fuck down with your acting skills right now. <laughs> like, you know that it's not her. It was just such an extreme reaction to, like, something that, like, could have just been, like, a little her forgetting. Like, that his phone was in her jacket. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they they automatically go to, like, assume that, like, she killed Jughead. Right. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, no. At the same time, though, I do feel like, you know, like, he is just reacting accordingly because he's, like, glitching out. It's his son. He's missed, been missing for almost 24 hours. A- like, You've known Betty know. her whole life. Like, you're fucking her mom. Like, y- like it just, you wouldn't necessarily go, like, you would be like, do you know what happened? Like, are you sure you don't know what happened? You wouldn't be like, why the hell is this phone in your jacket pocket and you're lying to me? Yeah. Like, he, like, freaked out. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. True. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he's in on it, too. And, like, but this why is another fake out scene. But why <laughs> fake? So for. many fucking fake out scenes, I know, man. Like, I this know. is all bullshit. It doesn't make any sense to me. So, I know. anyway. I don't know. So she's like, what happened was, like, I had left the phone here to charge because, like, it was dead. And then, uh, and so she's tripping up on her words. And they're like, what the fuck are you even saying? Like, nothing of what you're saying makes any sense whatsoever. And uh, she just kind of, like, defaults to, like, I'm so scared. I just think we need to call him in as a missing person. And, like, that kind of gets everybody, like, back in. Someone on Twitter, someone on Twitter made a really funny point. They were like, how did FP, how is he the sheriff of a town and not know that you can track someone's phone? Yeah. Like, Jellybean <laughs> like, so Jelly literally had to fucking figure that shit that's out. That's so stupid he is. Like, come on. No fuck. Like, anyway. I can't. I can't. Um, so <laughs> that's that, a whole nother thing. <laughs> that's a whole nother storyline. So, uh, then it cuts to school and Betty and Veronica and Archie are talking and Betty's basically saying, like, I think that it was Joan who put the phone in her pocket when they passed by. So, uh, and Betty's, like, and amped up now. She's, like, fucking intense. She's like, Yeah, now because she's like, don't fuck with me yeah. in my jacket. She's like, we're not, we're not going <laughs> to give up on this. They're trying to fuck with us. And Veronica does make a look where she, like, kind of looks a little skeptical. She's like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this like, plan mm, anymore. Yeah, Season one, episode three. Mm. <laughs> It just like, keeps sit down. It just keeps stop, coming back to that moment. <laughs> She's just like, I don't know. I saw you in a black wig and you That's were fucking cray cray. So <laughs> I don't know anymore. Um, so then it comes back to the lodge residence, and then this is the big moment that Hiram has with Veronica. Yes, this is your moment. So we find scene that you wanted. This is the scene that I wanted and waited for this entire fucking time. So it was sweet. Um I, I did like it. He basically says, like, I never wanted to tell you because I didn't want you to pity me. And I didn't want you to see me, me as weak. 
Um, and she was like, I love you. And, you know, I'll do anything, whatever you need. And he basically just says, like, I just want you and Hermosa to get along. But still, a little part of me does not feel right about this whole storyline. What about you? Why? I just, I don't know if it's him that has something up his sleeve or if it's Hermosa who has something up his her sleeve that she isn't telling Hiram. But something about the storyline is going to come just, back around you know what, Jayla, for some reason. You, you know, know what, what I mean? It's just a shame that you can't um, trust it. <laughs> really get into it and trust it. Yeah, yeah it's for like sure. I, I did believe it. I, I really did believe oh, okay. it. I believe when he was like, when he was like, I just want you guys to get along. I just want you guys to be sisters. I did feel it like, and I got really sad. Um, having said that, I hundred percent understand like where you're coming from too, because like you don't trust what the f he's saying. Yeah. Um. And then the end, in the end of the episode, like she again gets a call where like her business got like fucked over or whatever. So I'm like, was this Hiram's doing? Exactly. Like, and I just, but I don't like, want that to, I don't want that to blur this amazing moment that he's having with his daughter finally. Right. And I just hate that it is blurring it a little bit. You know. The only thing that I can think of is it's it's Hermosa who's doing all of this, and like maybe it's as far as her like, I don't know. Like I I just don't know. Like. Yeah. What's happening with them either. But anyway, we'll talk about that yeah. in a bit. Um, cutting back to the Cooper residence, FP calls uh, Betty and uh, from the sheriff's office. And he's like, they found a bloody rock. Like a hiker found a bloody rock. They're going to run some DNA tests on it. And Betty has this like weird idea to like, this is fucking wack. Like that's, that's what I mean. This fucking episode is on. Like, I don't know what's happening. So she decides to grab a fake rock from the garden and paint fake blood on it that she gets from Jelly Bean, who's literally been in this episode and only this episode, yeah, this I entire didn't, series. I, I this this whole plan lost me. I didn't I didn't get and it. And then she switches the rock with Charles, who then gives it to FP, who is then gonna run the DNA test. And then they're not gonna Why? realize that it's fucking fake blood on this goddamn rock. Like, what? But also, yes. it's very confusing. But then also, Charles. But then also, Charles was like, "I'll take it to Quantico." Yeah. Why was Quantico involved so in was, this storyline? Yeah. So what was that about then? I don't like. No, I think that was going to be sent to, like, the DNA prints or whatever. They're just gonna. I don't know. They're gonna run a DNA on a fake rock. Like, I guys. Big question marks here. No idea what's I happening. I don't believe that Charles is FBI. I really don't, guys. Like, I am, like, really sketched out at him. Like, yeah. who the fuck, who goes to Quantico to, like, test this random rock with blood on it? Like, you yeah. gotta get approval and shit. Like, who are you? But also, like, was he just being funny in that moment and being like, oh, we're gonna just send this to Quantico or whatever? No, I think he was being for real because he was like, your police thing will take, like, two weeks. Like, mine will take, like, two days. Oh. And if he was like, true... So, that, so I think he's like, uh, I, I think he's know. like for real serious. I think he's like for real. Like what's for real about this show right now? I just don't know. I don't understand. So, confused. so anyway, so that happens. She switches the rocks and that kind of like, he's like, it'll save you like couple, like it'll save you some days. Like no one will like catch on that. It's fake fucking blood on a rock until a couple of days from now. So just wait. And then. It cuts to Archie and Veronica, and they're hanging out in bed. And this is when she gets the phone call from um, Bernard uh, College, and basically they're reconsidering her admission. And they both like why? they both direct because oh, of the business, because of the business, because of this fake business or whatever. So they're all so she's kind of pissed. She's like, "What the fuck? It's these Stonies. It's their fault." But I wrote down, or was it Hermosa? Like, oh, hundred percent. Was Hermosa. it her? Hundred percent, and like the way she goes, she's like, "Why are we even involved with this yeah. jackhead thing?" And like, nah, nah, nah. I'm like, "Yo, this girl's like getting out of hand right now." She's like, over it, and like, I'm just like, "You're talking about a dead friend. Like, can you chill the yeah. fuck out? Like, if this isn't real, then like you're the most insensitive biatch in the world. Like, but what's that's wrong what with it you? is, right? Like, her true colors are like fully coming out now. Yeah, but who wants to hate Veronica that much? You know what I mean? Like, what is she like? Why do they want to make her such a hateable I mean, character? No, I don't. She, I don't think she's gonna be hateable, but I think there's gonna be certain things that she's gonna do that maybe Archie's gonna be like, nah, like I like Betty more than. So <laughs> you just want Archie <laughs> so badly. You're just like, let her fall, let her fail. <laughs> You're like, I don't give a no, shit. No, and I don't want her to fail, but I do think that it's showing her personality. Like, like she's legit claiming that Betty might have done this. Right. 
Yeah, like, take she, that in. she's not even trusting her own friend is what you're saying. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I get that. But I don't know. Like, I, I just don't get why. Anyway, whatever. Um, cutting to... Uh, and she basically says, she's like, we need to find out the truth. We don't believe her. I, I need to get to the bottom of this or like something like I just don't believe it. Before we all get fucked over, we need to get to the bottom of this. Um, so then it cuts to Betty and Veronica talking at school. And she asked Betty right up. She's like straight up. She's like, what happened? And now Betty basically admits the fact that she blacked out. And she's like, I don't know what happened. And Veronica's like, well, why didn't you tell us beforehand? Like, you guys, you fucking got us in trouble now. And uh, Betty's like, I just, I'm afraid about what the answer might be. What if I did kill him? And she's like, maybe there was a trigger word. You know, like, there was something about Evelyn saying that she might have given Donna another word. And so she's like, maybe Charles can help you with that. Like, Veronica was like, maybe Charles can help you with that. So you're telling me that Veronica and Archie, they were only there so then... Like, yeah, Betty couldn't figure this that. out on her own? Like, seriously? Come on. Like, I get the fa- I love the fact that the core, th- I mean, the three of them are now working together. But, like, they literally have not this been together so this whole time. Or even Charles to say that. Charles would be like, yo, let me do that thing on you where, like, you could remember your memory. Yes. Like, why did it take Veronica and Archie to think of that plan? That's what I'm saying. Ugh, yeah. I don't know. It's so stupid. Anyway, whatever. So, um, this is when Charles hypnotizes Betty to see what happened. And she goes back into her memories and she sees herself with Donna. And right bef- right after she's like, oh, you want to hear the magic word? She like blows like fucking smoke in her face. And it looks like whatever. It's like drugs, obviously. So then she wakes up and she's like, oh, it wasn't a trigger word. It was like some fucking weird drugs. And Charles miraculously has like the answer encyclopedia of all drugs in every situation. And he's like. The powder sounds like scalpamine, also known as devil's breath. And he, like, lays down all the properties. He's like, it makes you dizzy. You don't remember short-term memory loss, like, all these things. And so she's like, yeah, it must be that. But don't you think it's interesting that he literally knows everything about this drug? Like, don't you oh, think 100%. it's... Oh, 100%. Like, a the little The way he fishy? even referenced it, I was like, oh, of course you know everything about that drug. Right? Of course. But, like, that's... I feel like that's weak writing. They, like, they the fact even that- asked him. They're like... They're like, does that mean that Betty could have definitely killed Jughead in the middle of her drug thing? He's like, no, no, no. no, no. Yeah. This drug would never let you kill anyone because, like, she'd be totally out. Okay. I was like, okay, you cool. can't, like, completely cross that off the list, though. Like, Yeah. But also, like, okay, so fine. I'll, I'll take it and I'll run with it. But also, like, why are you making him know the drug so well other than the fact that he's probably a I suspect mean, at this point? And, like, he's an agent. Agent, fake agent, agent, like yeah, fake agent. So like whatever. maybe he knows all the drugs or whatever. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. The last time somebody knew something about drugs, it was Penelope Blossom, and she. It turned out that it was her as a, as the fucking black like yeah, whatever the gargoyle true. queen. So like I don't know. Um, so they're trying to piece everything together. They're realizing like okay, like that's what happened. So Betty sends a text to Donna to meet up, and they meet up in the woods, and. Betty, once again, her genius plan is to, what, lay every single detail of information that she knows to Donna, her enemy. So yeah, she's like, I don't get why she does this. Every single time. So she's like, so you blew devil's breath drugs in my face. And then Donna's like, oh, 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 oh. I'm like, but why <laughs> is she telling her everything? Like, uh, why are you telling her these things? Exactly. Like, you still don't even know the answer. What, is she going to be like, you got me. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, what? She's not going to fucking tell you the rest of the truth. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so in that moment, Donna's like, well, if you're smart, the body will never be found. Because if you never find the, the body, then it will never pinpoint to the crazy girlfriend who has, like, a history of mental history, like, a history of mental illness and this, this, and this. And so Betty's like, so then what happens now? And Donna just says, Jughead will be a part of the Stonewall Five, and we're just all going to go on with our lives. And Betty's just like, the fuck? And that's the thing. All these moments that are happening, they seem very, like, cut and dry. Like, she sees her in the woods. The end. Like, it just keeps moving without a lot of those questions. And anyway, theory at the end of this episode. So finally... Um, 
cuts to sorry not finally next it cuts to pop's diner she explains the whole situation to archie and veronica and basically she says like we need to create like a sort of fake search party to look for um jughead jughead and we need to like uncover his body because now donna thinks that we're never going to uncover the body so they do they do the whole search party and that's the scene that we saw in the flashbacks that's a scene that we obviously saw in the trailer for this episode and uh sure enough archie shows up and uh with fp and directs kind of directs him to f uh jughead's body if you didn't think that it was the gag of all gags they show that yeah. next scene uh where they're at the morgue and now betty is identifying the body officially yeah. so Guys, what is happening? Guys, let's, let's get hello. to the end and then we can really like analyze what the F Yeah, is we're all almost at the end anyway. But so then it cuts to um, Mary and Archie uh, in the room. She's like, hey, how's it going? I'm a lesbian, you know, like the blah, blah, blah of the episode. She's like, I mean, it was a really cute scene. She's yeah, like, she I'm does. I'm so yeah. sorry, Archie. She's like, this whole year has been so fucked up for you. <laughs> Your dad died and now your friend and now me. And now I'm like a lesbian now. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, ah! yeah he like, like I'm so freaks. Sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm like, way to make it about you, Mary Andrews. Like, geez, yeah. like let this kid have a moment for yeah. a second. <laughs> so and then he and then he glitches out and he's like, yeah. Mom. And he like closes the window in case like Betty's listening. And he's like, I gotta tell you something, like on the real rail. Right. And obviously we're assuming that he's gonna tell her the truth, but she he doesn't say right. in that moment. Then right. it cuts to the lodge residence. It's like Hiram's office or whatever. And he's like, Mijas? And I'm like, of course, they had to put that line in. Um, and it's Veronica and Hermosa, and they're standing beside each other. And they announce that they are both going to be co-owners of the will or like co-writers or co-signers of the will. And he's like, nice, sweet, sickening. Um, and then uh, she, Veronica mentions the fact that she might be deferring Bernard because she might stick, stick around Riverdale and because of the business is doing so well, whatever, all like all that kind of shit. And so they both leave and outside of the office, Hermosa's is like, um, so why would you defer Bernard? Like, what's wrong with you? What's going on here? And Veronica basically is like, I try to be nice to you. I'm trying to be good with you for dad so can you just like back the f up and stop being such a su- suspicious biatch like she literally just like lays into her i mean she's right like what is it to the freaking hermosa it's like true. if she defers for a year like yeah get your own life like mind your own business but at the same time hermosa's like i'm gonna figure you out girl and i'm like okay go ahead like that's what i mean like i don't know what hermosa's role is in all of this like why yeah. is she even involved in the story right now and a part of me is just keep keeps going back to the fact that like shout she's- out to um yeah, sorry. She's like orchestrating some of this. I, in my opinion, I don't know. She, I, I'm hundred percent sure she is because she's the new character. Yeah, and they can dump it on her. You know what I mean? Like they are, they're not gonna make Hiram the villain anymore. But I can see them making her the villain. Right. Um. And shout out to Marisol Nichols who no longer has lines in in the episode. Uh, R.I.P. So she's out she of this season her. before she even fucking quit this fucking season. Seriously, it's so sad. Like her body is still there, but she's out. <laughs> She's not in her body. She's like, she might as well be Jughead at this point. Like, <laughs> like she's yeah. not even alive at this point. Then it cuts to Betty and Donna again. Betty is kind of standing in the woods. And it's a pretty cool shot because she's like, well, well, well. People are going to start <laughs> seeing us, like, thinking we're together, like lesbians. Like, maybe we're like Mary Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> So this is when Donna is basically like right off the top. She's like, why did you even reveal the body? Um, And Betty like lays into her. She's like, if I'm going to go down, you're going to go down with me. And then she has this like sick line, which I'll use at the very end of the episode. Because that's my best line. Um, But she just like lays into Donna and says like, I'm coming for you specifically. She's like, fuck Brett. Fuck everybody else. You fucked with the wrong person. You're going down, Donna, you dumb whore. Um, and that's how she leaves the woods. And then and Donna's like, oh, she's, she's like, like shook. Shaking. Yeah, she's shook. And the camera's like slowly panning or whatever. Like they did some fancy camera work there. Yeah. Um, and then 
the final scene is Pop's diner and everybody's like, okay, so what's going to happen now? What is our next move? And uh, Betty just and says, Betty's wearing, we're going to wait. This whole time, Betty's wearing Jughead's like jacket, right. which was so effing cute. Yeah. And you're like, yes, girl. Like, like that made me feel like she knows what the fuck's going on. And like, she's like, I got you. I don't know, man. Anyway. And so, yeah. So they're in Pops and Betty's basically like, we're going to wait till they make the next move. Yeah. And then they're going to fuck up. <sighs> so much stress so much stress um so yeah. that is the episode before we get into our recap roundups i just wanted to read some of the things that you guys were talking about throughout the episode today um one more most specifically we have one from at sardonically she's saying um i find it suspicious how betty usually pays off the corner and she and charles uh, was so sure that planning his body would be a good idea. How could they know that unless they're up to something? So mm. she thinks something is happening here. Um, she thinks that Charles is uh, in on this fake death, murder, whatever. But Like he's helping Betty or he's against Betty? He's helping Betty. Like they're both kind of in the same situation. But yeah. the like, I don't know, man, like a part of me. So, OK, so before we get into our recap roundups, my w- let's talk about our theories. You go first sure. and tell me about what you think the situation is now that you've watched this episode. Honestly, like I really don't. I mean, my original theory of like all of them working together, like the Stonies working with Jughead and Betty, that's out the window for sure. Like, I don't believe that anymore. Right. Um. But I don't know. Like, I still think that Betty, I feel like Betty could know the plan, but maybe she hasn't told Veronica and Archie. Right. And that's that's all I can really say. I don't know what else. I don't know what else to think. So I think Charles is helping her. But yeah, uh, like, that's it. Like, I don't know. So I'm going to lay down the only theory that literally makes sense and that's going to get this show out unscathed or as unscathed as it can be at this point. Um, okay. I'm going to go back to the OG theory that this is all still a part of his book. And I know that is a f- an yeah, old but- theory, but it's literally the only one that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I understand sense. that. This is all a part of his story. Fine, we get that. Right. That's 100% what it is. But how is this all in the middle? How is this happening? Like, does Veronica know the plan that this is part of his book? Does Archie know that this is a part of his book? Like, no, no, no. Like still- I think all of this is th- his book being played out. Like, I. So none of this is happening. None of this is real to me. None of this is real to me. I don't believe it for a fucking second. None of this is real. Season to four me. or like everything from season one? I will say it's literally from the point in time where Jughead is reading his story from last episode. Um, from the Ides of March where he's reading it the second time and he's like he looks at he almost it's almost like he's looking at the audience but he's kind of looking at Brett and everybody around in the circle and he's like you you guys are thirsty for like what's going to happen next aren't you and then it cuts to the next scene a part of me feels like that is where the story is going to pick up once this whole murder mystery fucking crazy dumbass drama ends does that make sense like it's like he's going to yeah. close the chapter and then he's going to be like, yeah, it was from my book from like chapter 70 when I was talking about it. In and that you're going to be moment. satisfied with that. You're going to be satisfied. with. I'm going to be more satisfied than what the fuck is going on right now, because like literally because I think what, what are our options? Do, our only other option what, is that he's they're orchestrating the most crazy, most insane fake murder of all time, like even more extreme than the Stranger Things Will Byers fucking storyline. Um, like I just don't believe like none of this is believable to me. None of it, not one thing. Um, uh, that's the only thing that I can think of is this is his story, and they're setting up the perfect murder so that he can like get rid of the Sony's for good, so that his book can be published or yeah. whatever the fuck it is. I honestly like if they do do that and they like take everything back and they're like this was part of his story, none of it actually happened. That's like Sabrina fucking where the time travel ball yeah. clears everything like that to me is such a cheap storytelling method like yeah. i would not be happy with that like you can't do that like yeah. come on 
I, you know, like and you I put, agree. You put these flash forwards in the first episode, second episodes, and like now you're gonna be like, oh, it never happened, huh? That was part of a fake story. <laughs> like, no, like you can't do that. But you're telling me they literally bury his body and like all this shit is real for real. Like you can't just you can't. That's the thing. You can't pick and choose the parts that are real and the parts that are fake. You either believe everything you see or you don't believe anything you see. And I'd rather believe nothing I see because I I can't come to terms with the fact that he's actually dead i don't believe it for a second i don't believe it for a second but at the same time am i in full denial because either way he's gonna be dead on off the show and i'm gonna have to like i don't know i might have to like after the season's over if they answer all the questions i might have to just re i mean i'm probably not gonna rewatch it but like i'm gonna have to like go back and try to understand like where things kind of diverged but I I really like that's the only believable answer and I know I agree with you. I think it's a kind of a shitty way to wrap up a story, but like I really cannot come to terms with the fact that this is how they're laying it all down. And I also don't really believe the fact that this is all like a fake story, like you know, like you were saying and people were saying online like this is all to kind of frame them. I thought that in the beginning that they were setting this all up, but everything that happened this episode was like Everybody fucked up at least seven times this episode, including Betty. So, but like that's fucking up because you think it's fucking up. What if they're like, ha 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 ha? She's just doing it on purpose. But even that, come and on, she, like I don't know what's but worse. You know what I mean? Like the writers could do that. They could be like, oh, like, and that's what I mean. Like I don't know I don't which know. one is a better storytelling. That's what I mean. Method. I don't know. I, they're I'm both not, trash to me. Like in my, they're opinion. both trash. Yeah, I think they went too far with this, and I think that they can still somehow i still believe that they can still make up for it and like make it make sense yeah but i don't know what that looks like exactly agreed exactly i don't know i just i i really hope that they're gonna pull this one out of a magic hat and really make it make sense but like guys history is gonna repeat itself until the show is over (laughs) like it's gonna honestly and like i'm scared i don't know why i give them like another chance and i'm like no like (laughs) it's okay Like, they'll do right with season four. They're going to make up for it. And I don't know why I trust them. I really don't, but I do. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know why I trust them. It's like an abusive relationship. It's yeah, like it every totally single is. time they fuck yeah. you over and you just keep coming back for more. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just... And that's the thing. Like, you think about all the things that are supposed to happen this episode. This is their senior year. This is their final year. Uh, we're supposed to see a graduation and a prom and all like the cute high school shit. And instead, one of the characters is now fake dead or real dead or I don't know dead or this is all part of the story plot. Like, I still don't know how much further they're going to take it. Like to that point with my the like the fact that I think this is still a part of his book, like literally we're watching his book is if they don't close this book by next episode. Like, what are we they're doing not, here? Though. What are we they're doing not. here? Oh, guys. Guys, <laughs> what's happening? I know. I don't know. God. Okay. Well, that is the episode. And because we're recording this early, we didn't get a chance to get all of your guys' roundup. So we're so sorry for this season, for this episode. We'll get you guys for the next one. But let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. Um, My best moment, I think, is going to go, and it's the same as yours, and I think it's going to go to the ending scene with Betty and Donna and how she kind of like you know the whole episode you kind of see her and she's kind of conflicted and she's babbling and she's not really lying on like in, she, her lies don't really make sense and you're like Betty fucking get your shit together yeah. like, what are you doing right now yeah. but by the end scene she's like you know what bitch I'm the daughter of the fucking black hood yeah. and I'm gonna yeah. fuck you up and I'm like okay, okay like I'm girl. scared now yeah. like I'm scared and I'm watching this on the TV so um, I just think like that ending was really really epic and this whole episode was her episode it was Betty's episode like she killed it yeah, I I loved I loved that moment and I was really excited to see to see it because you're right. She was kind of like flip-flopping the entire episode, so finally she like was able to direct all of her frustration yeah. and anger to this one person. It was a sick moment to see for sure. But like I still And they wrote it really well too. Like yeah. for her to be like I'm not coming for him or him or him. I'm coming for you, you fucking psycho bitch. Yeah. I was like <gasps> I was like work. Tell her to yeah. say bitch one more time, bitch. bitch. <laughs> yeah, she said bitch like ten times. Yeah, I love it. WTF, WTF moment. moment. What was your WTF moment? 
Um, Dota moment, Mary Andrews, you're gonna take this moment <laughs> Girl. just because not that we were surprised, like I definitely wasn't like gagged, gagged. like she is. <laughs> yeah. But um I just found it weird that they put it in this episode. Like out of all episodes, they were like, yo, let's also include Mary coming out to her son in yeah. this episode. Yeah. Uh exactly. that's the only thing that I was kind of like taken aback, but I kinda get maybe if they were going with like this overwhelming feeling for Archie and like he was just kind of like glitching out on everything in his life right um but otherwise I was like but why now though like yeah why? yeah it's true I we couldn't really we couldn't really sit with it it is a huge moment for a parent to come out to their kid yeah and you can't really sit with it because Jughead's dead and like they're dealing with all that shit right, right. um my WTF moment is this whole storyline right now like i i don't know what else to say <laughs> like season four so no just this just this encapsulated episode i'm so con i'm beyond confused to the point where i don't know what to believe i don't know what to think i'm i'm just i'm walking away from this not feeling anything because i'm just very very confused you know what i mean i wish i could like talk to the writers at sometimes and i'm like when you guys wrote those flash forward scenes yeah had you guys connected the dots? No, they And did the not. answer is probably no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because when we saw that flash forward scene, that was an episode that was in season three when they when they filmed that, right? Yeah. And the only reason why Cole wasn't in it, we know that because he was fucking cold and he didn't want he didn't feel like being in the shot. Right. So like they've created these fa fast forward scenes without creating a beginning or end. Yeah. And that worries me. Like For that sure. really worries yeah, me. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because I feel like you're filling in gaps that don't make any sense because you don't know what you don't know what's happening yeah. in the middle of it all. And I think yeah. that that's like the biggest frustration with the show is like you're you're thinking that it's going to be this grand, amazing uh, storyline. And I feel like they have the pieces. Like we were so excited to see how this was all going to yeah. play out in the beginning of the season. But then slowly but surely the pieces started to drop and then you're like, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? Like just the way that it all folded out was like they could have made this so much easier on themselves. And instead, I feel like they're making this the most convoluted, confusing. Like if Jughead's dead, I don't feel any one. I don't feel one percent of sadness, not even one, even the moment where they're where Mary's crying, sitting beside Archie, and like she's bawling her eyes out sad about the fact that he's dead, I could not bring myself to be sad because I do not believe this. And I don't yeah, think that as that a writer, regardless of if this is true or real or whatever, you don't let your audience feel confusion. Like you just sure, don't. It's sure. not fair. Especially on that. Yes. Especially on a big death like that. And like that's the thing. You'd hope and think that these writers walk away from these scripts being like, we're gonna make the entire fucking fandom cry tonight like you know what i mean like make yeah. them feel the emotion of sadness and depression instead the entire fandom is running around on twitter being like what the fuck is happening right now like is that what you guys wanted from the show because like that's all you got like that's not what yeah. i would have wanted for my show to be honest but that's all that's all i'm gonna say i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say that one more time because i feel like i went in real hard <laughs> <laughs> MVP. MVP. Who is your MVP? MVP is Betty Cooper. Obviously. Betty Coops, yeah. For obvious reasons, uh, I'm still hoping that she has a plan. I yeah. feel like this whole episode was her kind of putting on a show for everyone else. That's what I'm truly, truly hoping for. Yeah. She's also my MVP this episode. She was trying her best to like make everything put to come together. I know she kind of flubbed a few times with that stupid fucking bug and all that shit, but... Um, I'll take it. She's definitely the best character this episode, for sure. LVP. My LVP is going to go to Veronica. Um, and just honestly, because, like, she instantly, like, doubted Betty from the start. Yeah. Like, she was like, wait a minute. Like, like some friend. Glitch out. <laughs> yeah. She's like, for her, like, fine. Like, she glitches out, whatever. But, like, for her, for you to say she might kill, she might have killed her boyfriend. Like, there's no way. Yeah. So, uh, and I do hope that that comes up later on right. where like, I don't know how it would come up. Maybe Archie would tell Betty that like, yeah, Veronica thought you did it at first. Maybe he would say that, but I do hope it comes out because I, um, it, it would be an interesting conversation for the both of them to have that for Veronica to question that. And Betty's like, bro, like that was so early on. Like I've grown up since then. Like I'm managing it better or whatever the conversation is. 
Right. But I think it it could it could be a point of like tension for the for the two friends, and that might be interesting to play with. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I'm gonna give my LVP to Kevin because uh, why not? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. He couldn't even tell us the name of his fucking musical. Like. Honestly, <laughs> like you had one thing, bro. One thing. One thing. Well, the ri- like, I was. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it's more the writers for Kevin, but like, sure. Like, he literally showed up always. for this scene for like yeah, five always. fucking seconds just to disappear again. Like, like poor Casey Caw. Like, I could totally see that whole scene happening, and they're like, and roll. And Casey's like, wait, like, do I not know the name of my own show? They're like, they're like no, just Casey, keep going. You don't, you don't know the title. And they're like, he's like, yeah, but it's like four weeks away. Like, maybe I, sh- maybe a character like should know the title. <laughs> and they're like, no, Casey, like, you don't know the title. Like, you have no idea what the fuck's going on. Don't say anything. And he's like, all right, all right, I guess I'll, I guess I'll do that. Okay. These cool. poor people. Yeah, <laughs> like, honestly, like, that's on. literally how it goes. And I feel so bad. The, the best, best line. line. Yeah. What was your best line? Uh, best line was the one from Betty uh, when she's talking to Donna. And she's yeah. like, I'm coming for you, you yeah. psycho bitch. So she and, says something. Uh, not Brett, not Joan. She's like, just you. Yeah. She like she says, I'm the ultimate wild card. I'm the daughter of the Black Hood. I'm coming for you, you psycho bitch. Not Joan, not Brett, just you. You're going to regret ever meeting me. And then she like wa- walks away. Such a good moment. Love the moment. Like, that's the thing. This show basically turned into a Betty Cooper episode like episode. like a betty versus donna thing yeah. and i was like okay like is it just donna or is it brett as well like yeah. why what's going on and that's what i mean i feel like this is a story where brett uh not brett jughead would write a story where it's like tracy true gets like her own spin-off oh, yeah. you know what i mean like yeah that's, that's what i feel like the chapter is closing and he's gonna be like and tracy true kills off the baxter brothers i don't fucking yeah. know uh, whatever um, that is the end of the episode. A few announcements. The first one is we have our contest going on right now for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and a pop socket. To enter, all you need to do is rate and comment on our iTunes page and you'll be entered in the draw. We're extending this contest to the end of season four of Riverdale, so you have lots of time to do so. I would like to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode, our Rewinder Squad, White, Nicole, Faith, Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Sarge, Serena, Soleil, Kate, and Jessica, and our Mama Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamla, and Grace. Thanks, guys. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you get access to all things recap, rewind, exclusive contests, content, and updates. And also, guys, make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.